0: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome back to the Best in Overnight Talk Radio. This is Coast to Coast AM. Joining me right now, Dr. Michael Lennox. Dr. Lennox, thank you so much for joining us this evening.
1: It's great to be with you, Dave.
0: The interpretation of dreams. Who started to devise this I don't know key code to what our dreams really mean. Is there is there a starting point in in theory and philosophy on this?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. Freud was the Freud was the guy. You know, you know, it, 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 he he was the first person also popularized the idea of the unconscious out of just psychology and psychiatry into the mainstream, and what he started to do in working with neurotic folk in in Vienna back in the 1800s was in just letting people talk. He also noted that people were bringing their dreams to him. So this talk therapy was a brand new thing. It was just this idea of free form, say whatever's on your mind. And what he found was... His patients who were experiencing various hysterical symptoms, they'd have paralyzed limbs or other weird phenomenon in their physical bodies. He found that if they spoke about anything that came to their minds, eventually those free-form discussions would lead them back to key you know, moments in childhood or traumatic events early in life. And what was happening in the dream discussions was really interesting to him. And he found that he could make further progress in understanding what was going on underneath the surface of somebody's experience when they brought dreams to him and had great success in curing some of these strange, hysterical uh, symptoms that were coming up in his neurotic patients. And he dubbed dreams as the royal road to the unconscious. He really made enormous progress with people by delving into the symbolism of dreams and coming up with the idea that the the images had symbolic meaning.
0: Well, now, doctor, I, I've... i grew up watching zombie movies and they've always fascinated (laughs) me and terrified me at the same time. And I have a lot of nightmares where I am being chased by zombies. Now, does that mean it's some great twist of psychological espionage going on or, or could it just be, I'm afraid of zombies because I watch too many movies. Well, what the
1: truth is is that all of us as human beings are afraid of various existential, you know, phenomenon that are just associated with being a human being, right? We're all afraid on some level. The dreaming mind will grab an image that is evocative for that particular dreamer, and it is absolutely true, especially, uh, you know, as children of media, something that wasn't around, you know, in Freud's day and Jung's day, people will grab onto imagery that is either, you know, that they're routinely exposed to or at some early date was particularly disturbing. So for you, it was zombies, but there were other movies you were watching but the zombie image stuck for you. Now, you might get 10 people in a room who are your age who are exposed to the same kinds of movies and other media imagery, and not everybody's going to grab onto zombies as an image. You know, when you speak to people who are even younger than us, it's, you know, video games are featuring in the recurring nightmare imagery. So it you know it, older than us you know it was the wicked witch of the west in the wizard of oz movie you know filled lots of you know nightmare uh, uh, imagery for for people who were particularly stimulated by that kind of an image at a young age
0: What does it mean when we have these dreams of zombies then if i if i'm having these dreams and the dead are trying to tackle me eat me and my children what does that really tell me about my life, and my waking moments?
1: Well, I would say there are two things to consider in such a moment. There's the generalized stress moment that any recurring nightmare is going to indicate, so that the dreamer is stressed, the psyche says, okay, Dave's stressed again, what are we going to do? Well, let's grab that zombie image and throw it up on his inner night screen, uh, because we know that is a good you know, exemplar of his stress life. that The zombies scared him when he was eight, and so we're going to throw the zombies up as the image. And so on a general level, um, there's there's just the, the, you know, dreamer in stress has a nightmare kind of uh, experience. But one could go a little bit deeper and wonder if, you know, a guy who has a desire to be in passionate discourse the way that you are you are someone who speaks you speak for a living you do so in an animated fashion there's a lot of life force behind how you express yourself and what are zombies but living or faux living bodies drained of all life force drained of all passion a passionless life could be a zombie's life and so in some ways you could you could Interpret into your personal psyche that zombies are a good image to uh, to you know to express stuff that you're particularly afraid of because they, they are the antithesis of how you or something that you value about your own life.
0: All right, let, let me ask you this, doctor: When we have things going on in our real world in our waking life that we just don't face, is this the brain's way of? Juicing those moments for us, helping us process them. Even though in conscious waking time we don't want to, we don't want to look at them, we don't want to give them any time. We're we're constantly trying to keep ourselves busy so we're not facing these moments. And the dreams are kind of that imagining of these items so that we can burn it out of our our cerebral cortex.
1: I think you've you've certainly articulated in a way that I couldn't you know wouldn't argue with. That's a perfectly Uh, articulate uh, expression of what's going on. Let's say it this way, too. The unconscious mind will win, no matter what, because what's going on down there has to be expressed. And it will use any and every mechanism to release the... Stressors and tensions and, 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 and conflicts that are going on embroiled beneath the surface. So it will do, certainly, dreaming of such you know, challenging, uh, conflictual uh, uh, you know, imagery is probably one of the healthiest ways of releasing some of that unconscious pressure um because there are other ways that the unconscious will express itself through destructive behavior through um through physical disease in the body and uh, you know other challenges like that so So at the end of the day, yes, everything that is going on underneath the surface of the unconscious mind will eventually get expressed. You want to do it as directly as possible because the more direct we are with that under, you know, belly of our psyche, the, the healthier we are. And so dreams are certainly a way to do that. Um, and, and have some of that stuff see the light of day uh, through that you know, dream imagery. And, and what happens, I think, as a result is, even though those images in those scary dreams are, are upsetting, we wake up the next day sort of ready to take on life again or anew.
0: So you're saying overall nightmares are good for us. They're kind oh. of a cathartic, it's almost like crying through grief. Absolutely. It's helping us to purge this.
1: great, Dave. That's a beautiful, that's a brilliant analogy. Absolutely. They, they are helpful. Listen, life is scary. Have you not noticed that?
0: Oh, I notice it. Trust me.
1: <laughs> so one of the things that we do in our sleeping life is we practice what it is to be a human being, right? We practice living. And imagine the terrifying dream where you're being chased, Uh very scary dream. You, you, you might wake up from that, you know, in a cold sweat and, 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 and heart racing and, and filled with anxiety and uh, just riddled with fear, right? But the fact is, in almost every iteration of that dream of being chased in some desperate way, you're never caught. You wake up. And so one could say you were successful at eluding uh, the, the imagined fear, the imagined assailant. It's like practice of running away from the thing that you think is going to get you and never does. And it's, it's a counterintuitive mechanism. You would think <laughs> if we could be just a little more you know, direct and appropriate with our psyche, we could have conversations that you know, would help us without scaring the bejesus out of us.
0: But yeah, What's...
1: it's a it's a positive uh, uh, release of tension at the very least, and in a very you know at the other side of the continuum where it's more complex, we're actually working out deep and profound ways that we are in conflict, but we do it in language that's symbolic, not
0: rational. Are there, you know, I mean, people have uh, bad weather dreams. They've got monster dreams. They've got all this. And then some people start to avoid sleep or allowing themselves into these deep sleeps so that they don't have to face these dreams again. Is that healthy um, to, to try to avoid dreaming altogether?
1: Well, you're, you know, at a very extreme level, you're talking about what an experience that we would, we would codifies a sleep disorder, that, that there can be such a um, propensity for disturbing nightmare dream imagery that people get to that point where they really just don't want to sleep because it's just that disturbing. And now we're in territory that's a little bit more mysterious and which is dangerous. I mean, I don't think anybody avoids sleep uh, in any kind of irrational way. If someone is having that experience, they're suffering. And that's that's a level of suffering that I think needs some attention. Um, And, and then we, 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 we go just slightly beyond the, Oh, Hey doc, interpret my dream for me. Now we're talking about something that might be neurochemical in nature that, you know, the brain is doing a lot of activity during REM sleep. That's necessary to its functioning. And dreams are an offshoot of that. Now we, we, I also believe that dreams are uh, access to the unconscious and the soul and all the other dimensions and mystical phenomenon. But if we were gonna, if I was going to put on just my scientific psychologist hat, you're talking about uh, an experience of of you know that would absolutely be unhealthy. You don't want to avoid having those nightmares, but if you're having it at the level of uh, um, you know, sleep disorder, then you're, you're really in sleep disturbance in a, in a whole other league.
0: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.